All right, you guys know that we love small and queer-owned businesses, so we want to give a shout-out to Couplet Coffee. They sent us their Lover's French Press bundled with their Blissful Blend Coffee Beans. If you love cute and colorful things, you're going to love her. It makes five cups of coffee at a time and comes with a free how-to magnet to ensure that you brew the best cup of coffee. As coffee addicts, we approve. So save your money and make coffee at home and make it cute. Mm. Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh! Chill! Alright, baby, tell them what we're getting into today. Tell them what the juice is, because we got a guest, and little do you know. Yes, Who it be, though? Yes, we do have a guest today. Um, We're going to have Melanie Posner. She's a muralist and artist, and her name sounds familiar because she is from Tampa Bay's. If you haven't watched the show, please, please, please go watch the show. It's on Amazon Prime. So you can get some of the stuff that, you know, we're going to be talking about when it comes to like the drama and shit. Um, But yeah, the show was actually inspired by the real L word, the reality show. So um, we're going to get into like some some stuff with Melanie. Yeah. Talk about a little bit of the juice, some of the Mm -hmm. shit that happened in the series and just get a little bit more personal with her. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let's get into it. Your background is a vibe. Is that all your art? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it is. I love it. Love it. Thank you. Um, But yeah, you are a favorite on the show. So chill. Just doing your own thing. We don't have too many favorites. We we don't. <laughs> we don't have too many favorites. But I also feel like they just didn't highlight specific people that we really wanted to like learn more about. Um, so true. Because they were, you know, focusing on other stuff. But we want to know like a little bit about like how you even went on the show and pretty much like the reality of being in a reality show. Um, because yeah. I'm sure that was like a crazy experience. That's big shit, low key. <laughs> like that is. I mean, it's like we're it with was, a celebrity uh... right now. Oh god, <laughs> we don't say the c word. Okay, the word doesn't exist. The okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was really intense. It's funny because I actually wasn't supposed to be on the show. I was the last one to be casted. So they had it set up for like a year and a half, Mm -hmm. two years in the making. And me and Olivia became so close that they realized it'd be so hard to film her without me. Mm. So that's kind of how I ended up on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so it's a little interesting. But basically, Brianna and Haley, they brought the idea to producers. They're like, there's a massive lesbian scene here. Um, it's super messy, mm-hmm. really entertaining. Um, maybe you should make a show on it. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of how it happened. Really? So they just they just talked to somebody and said, make a show and make it happen. Yeah. And it's interesting because a lot of shows, they usually come and they'll film everyone and then they'll send it to networks and see if they 
like budge and buy it oh, wow. and they didn't do that with ours oh they just recorded it and just put it on yeah that's crazy yeah it got yeah amazon just like believed in the idea and then it went from there do you think that they're gonna have another season oh we're not <gasps> no yeah and honestly i feel like my, my other cast members might get so mad at me right now for like putting it out there but i'm i just i can't lie right so you so okay no okay because i feel like every time that that question gets brought up people are always like i don't know maybe one day like hopefully mm -hmm. you know like let's cross our fingers yeah, so i was doing that for a little bit and then i was like why like why lie keep people's hopes up <laughs> right. you know mm -hmm. it's not gonna happen right no i it was a really good show i think that um it was just in a weird timing because of the pandemic so I feel like during the show, it just looked like it was just you guys and nobody else. Like nobody from the outside world was there except you guys. When in reality, you know, reality, there's always 100 billion people when you go out to the club and things like that. So I think oh, they made sure. that mistake of recording during a time where the pandemic was like still really high, right? Yeah. Um, no, definitely. And Amazon was really anal about COVID and... Um, so even like any family members, they were getting tested for two weeks prior so that they could even like be on the show. Mm -hmm. So it does suck because I do wish that like some of our other friends and even just like other people in the community could have been in it. Right. I think it would have showed Tampa in a better light. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of a shame. How often did you have like cameras around? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we would have a schedule. The schedule is constantly changing based on like the drama and events that was happening with the girls. Um, but there was a period. So when Olivia had her DUI, mm -hmm. the cameras were on us for 72 hours. So like I went to sleep with them there. Mm, yeah. Exciting. No way. <laughs> it was great. It was, <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. No yeah. way. Zero privacy. Nothing. Nada. None. Okay. I feel like um did well did you feel like people were being their authentic selves like did you feel like you were being your authentic self because I feel like when cameras are around I'm sure that most of the time people want to be like on their best behavior or they, they want to be like let me be extra right. because why not you know the cameras are here and maybe it'll make good content you know um yeah so I I was definitely myself the whole time I will say the first week of filming like I knew all the girls and there was some things and I'm like, what is going on? Why are you acting that way? Like, I don't know this person. And then after the first week, I think they all got really comfortable. And I think they got so stressed out with how things were going. They're like, I can't like fake it. I can't lie. Like I, I have to be me because mm -hmm. things were just so chaotic. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's crazy. People start acting weird when there's a camera around. Uh -huh. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. I honestly wouldn't know how I would act. So I feel like I can't even speak on that. But I would feel like a little bit anxious just because of like, you just never know what's going to happen afterwards. And I feel like people could be mean on the internet. Like people could be cruel. They say crazy things all the time. Like with the Love is Blind cast that just came out, I feel like there was so much drama with that cast. Like, people were just jumping on the comments. Like, has that ever happened to you or, like, any of the girls from the cast? So I got really lucky. The only 
like bullying that I got mm-hmm. is I have a huge addiction to my vape mm-hmm. and like people called me out on it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. Like I'm a grown ass adult. I know what I'm doing, but thank you. That's crazy. For I, a vape. I, yeah, for a vape. Yo, like, people come yeah. out for well, anything. They made, a, they made a TikTok of me and Olivia in my car and it was one of the ones for the show that went viral. So it was like thousands and thousands of comments um, like coming at me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm happy it was just that. Yeah. Like, I was petrified that the internet was going to troll me for my laughing. Like, I was so scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. that was, like, the main... That was, like, the main thing that attracted us. Like, your laugh was contagious. It was crazy. We were like, who's that laughing? Right. <laughs> At least somebody was laughing. Right. The rest of the You know, shit. I was trying to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of this shit was tragic. <laughs> Oh, like, um, tragic's like a really good word for it yeah you know? right <laughs> yeah right. yeah did you feel like the the well first of all how how in advance like how long did you guys record so filming was for 10 weeks okay that's pretty lengthy yeah that's every day every other day so it really depended on what was going on with like certain cast members mm-hmm. um so like the first couple weeks were really intense. I would say that I probably filmed like four or five times a week. Okay. And then towards the end, they were like, okay, you're not really like problematic. We don't really need you much. And so I think I only filmed like twice in the last two weeks. Okay. Oh, wow. Right. They really want they drama. Want the drama. That explains oh, yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because I feel like most of us didn't even care for the drama. Like... I don't know, like, it was like we were trying to get more of other people's, like, love life, you know? Like, I think that's what people wanted more of and less drama. Yeah. Just because the drama was, like, it a was little bit repetitive. It was the same shit, though, yeah. The uh-huh. drama was super repetitive. It was like, y'all argued about that already. What's next? Yeah. Like, are yeah. we really mad about something or uh-huh. are we just doing it for the camera? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because people are like, was this made up or was this like enhance for the cameras i'm like no this is um this is real right now Mm -hmm. um yeah i think the most tragic scene because you know that's my word was um (laughs) it was two scenes that i really was like oh my god oh my god like i don't even know what i would do the first scene that that caught me off guard was when they were on a boat like it was like a tiki type of bar um (laughs) tiki bar like on the boat and someone mentioned, someone said something about marriage. And I feel like literally that like set somebody to go a little bit berserk. And I feel like the response was just like a little bit much. And I'm like, I think there's just like some underlying issues here. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're being so nice when you talk yeah, about right. it. I'm being really nice. Yeah. I mean really nice she's probably really not even nice. listen to this podcast but the girl sounded fucking crazy let me say that <laughs> she sounded fucking crazy i'm like what is going on in here she asked one question yeah and it got blown, yeah. blown up yeah and i forgot what her name is like i would say her name but i forgot the girl who asked the question i feel like she's just very like a bubbly person who probably some Chiva. yeah mm. she probably doesn't realize like what she says sometimes but i also don't think that she meant it in a negative way or i don't think she meant anything out of it but she's one of those people who kind of just talk and like right. don't think before talk saying it mm-hmm. yeah well i mm-hmm. also thought it was a really normal question mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like all right you guys have been together for a really lengthy time like have you guys considered it 
Right. Are y'all getting married? I don't, I don't think there's like anything wrong in that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it, it became... It became like World War Two. Yeah, it became you're <laughs> never gonna get married because you never you don't know what it's like to be in a relationship. Like, okay, you get crazy, you get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I didn't really like that. I think that was like that turned me off completely because I was like, uh, uh-uh, too much, too much. Um, and then the other scene that made me sad was like, I think it was like after the club or like there was something was going on in the club. And you were just like minding your own business, and this girl just came up to you, walling out. I honestly don't even remember what it was, but I remember her coming up to you and just being so fucking rude. And I'm like, how could you be mean to Mel when she's literally the peacemaker, mm-hmm. who's really just here for a good time? Like she's not trying to start any drama. So that was corny. And um, I guess my question is, was it as dramatic as we think it is? Or did they make it look more dramatic? Like, like did the producers edit it to make it look more crazy or than it actually was? Honestly, I feel like in real life, it's worse. Really? Like, I feel like they make people look good. Wow. Oh, wow. So we truly don't know nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, example, <laughs> for example, on the boat, like, she was yelling at Shiva for a solid two hours. Mm. And, of course, they can only show, like, maybe, like, five to ten minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, like, most of the damn boat ride. Right. Because it's Yeah. Like- I mean, honestly, any single time I see one of those fucking boats now, like, I'm triggered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to do one. That's the funny part. That's what I think about when I see them, though. Really? I'm like, wow. I, I feel like they could be fun. Yeah, right. You know? Right. Like with with the right people. With a good crowd. Right, right, right. With yeah. the right people. It kind of feels like the you're right stuck people. there though. Like if you if something like that was to happen, it's like where do we go? Yeah. Do we swim? Like do we get out? <laughs> Not even do? a bathroom to go hide in. Let yeah. me go hide behind the bar or some oh, shit. How do you use the bathroom? That's a good question. Oh, I I I hid in the bathroom. <laughs> oh. Like 50% of the time I hid in the bathroom. Yeah. I probably did the same shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm not here for drama. Like it's just like ew. It's kind of skeevy. It's just like it mm, is. You're fucking you know, up the vibe. I don't know, and I also like we're too old for this. Yeah. Like why right. are we acting this way? You know, it just right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not with it. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yeah, it just shows like poor representation when it comes to LGBTQ because it's like that's not. I mean, that's not who we all are. Right. Some of us could be crazy, but that's not who we all are. But I think Shiva should have just thrown her in the water. <laughs> that's what I would have done. Like, it's like a group consensus, you know? Yeah, right. Like, I got this arm. Like, you got this leg. Like, let's do it. Yeah, let's just do it. Because this girl's talking too much. It was definitely long overdue. Should have happened. Um, okay, but enough about the show. We want to know more about you because I feel like... They didn't really dive into, like, your love life if you were dating at that time. I don't know. But, like, did any romantic, I guess, situations happen during that time that we didn't see or anything afterwards um, due to the show? Okay, so the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. I'm just – give me one second. I'm going to be right back. I'm just going to, like, leave you on a cliffhanger for one second. <laughs> yeah, but basically during the show, I actually was dating someone. She just didn't feel comfortable being filmed. Mm-hmm. So that's why I didn't really talk about my love life much mm-hmm. because I was trying to be respectful to her. Yeah. And then after the show came out, um, dating kind of became – insane for me 
in a good, in a good way, way or a bad right. way? You know, it's 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 however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I'm still single, so like, was <laughs> it good? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like people were hitting you up? Because you were famous, like, not famous, but, like, you know, you were on a reality show, so they're like, ooh, let me holla at her. Because it's just unfortunate that people... All about the clout. Yeah, it's, like, all about yep. fame and all about followers and all of that. Like, did you feel like that was, like, a thing? I did. So it was really hard for me to be able to determine, like, who was genuine mm-hmm. um, and who just, like, wanted something out of me. Like, either thought, like, it'd be cool or... Um, they could benefit from me. Mm-hmm. So, and honestly, to this day, I kind of still feel like that. It's it's really been hard for me to date. I just, I also have so many trust issues, mm-hmm. you know? So like, that's cool. It doesn't make things easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, you know, things are so weird with like social media and um, being on a reality show and just so many people knowing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... But it's like they yeah. know you, but they don't really know you. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I see it as the show showed some things about me and I'm so grateful of how I was portrayed, mm-hmm. but there is so much to me. Mm-hmm. And if you are only hitting me up because, I mean, I honestly, I think majority of the time it's for my looks. It's not really like for who I am. Then like, I'm not going to waste my time right. with that. Mm-hmm. For sure. What is something that you wish that people saw more of you that they didn't do like they didn't show in the show Hmm. (laughs) um well I will say it was really important for me to kind of like talk about my background it was something that I thought could really like inspire other people if they knew Mm -hmm. and I think it's a huge part of me and kind of how I live my life and how I like treat people Mm -hmm. um so I wish that was shown more also like I'm fucking hysterical Mm -hmm. and I feel like if you watch the show like you wouldn't know that Mm -hmm. you would only really know that like if you were friends with me so Mm -hmm. if things weren't so serious all the time I feel like they could have showed that side Right. right Right, yeah. right, right. We definitely needed more of you than uh-huh. the fuckery that was going on. So they definitely fell through the cracks with that one. I, oh, thank you. I feel like you and Cuppy would like just would be a good time. I fucking love Cuppy. We are a good time. <laughs> like, I feel like they yeah. sh- they should have just shown you guys like having yeah. like a good time, like right. being yourselves and. So are you saying like me and Cuppy should get our own show? Yeah, kind of like a what was that Snooky and yeah. uh, what's the other girl? Dana? Dana? No, like Snooki and Dana. Oh, Dana. Dana. Giving that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, JY was fun for a little bit, but JY fell off the wagon <laughs> when Dana came around. That's true. That's true. It was like a Snooki okay, and Dana thing. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no. like, before you go, mm-hmm. any of the people that were trying to be friends with you or date you, was it ever for the purpose of getting to know the people you did the show with? Because you know people are weird like that. They want to get no, close to you to be like, people I want to meet them. Really um, I will say that I have befriended some people that proved to me that's all they really cared about. Mm. And that's all they really wanted. Like, they just wanted my connections and they wanted to, like, feel cool mm. in, like, the lesbian scene, whatever that means. Right. Um, 
I will say with dating though, like I'm really picky and I learned very quickly after the show with the first couple people, like I gave my time and energy to. So I haven't really dealt with that since. Good for you. Which is nice. Right. What's your type? I want to know what your type is. <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> tragically, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, you know, tragically, I feel like if you ask anyone that knew me, they would say that my type is like your average fuck boy. Mm. Um, so we love that for me. Mm-hmm. Tragically. But I'm into more like masculine women. Mm-hmm. Um, stems sporty lesbians mm-hmm. damn baby heartbreakers you know you gotta sit this one out what <laughs> i'm not asking no, for, are I'm you kidding. crazy i just want to know maybe some listeners want to know what her type oh is. yeah they're sliding they, to the they're definitely gonna be like hey girl <laughs> i mean uh, you know what that's you just, what's up you never know um, so there was there was um, this TikTok that you posted that I wanted to talk about, if you feel comfortable, like I said. Um, and it was basically um, a TikTok about your mom, Adele. And you talked a little bit about, like, your background and, like, some things that you went through and basically how that journey kind of got to where you are now, being, like, an artist. Um, do you know what TikTok I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, it's one of my favorite videos I've ever made. I know. It's a beautiful video because I feel like you were so vulnerable. Um, And then you show your mom and she was like so cute and so supportive. So I really like that video. If you do want to share a little bit about like everything that happened. Well, not everything, but like some things that happened. Sure. Um, Yeah, it's like, where do we begin? (laughs) I... um, my dad was really abusive to me when I was younger. So because of that, I like definitely started getting in the wrong crowd at a really, really young age. Like summer going into middle school, I was hanging out with like seniors in high school. So I got into drugs really early. And um, it's just like weird to think about, but like I was like just really defiant and really aggressive. And like I was getting in trouble for fighting, whatever. So the first time I got sent away, It was nine days after my 13th birthday, and it just, like, continued for five years. So I was in the system for a pretty long time, and my mom did not want me to come home at all, like, kind of didn't trust me, really don't blame her. Mm -hmm. So we were in, like, extensive therapy for years. So the entire time I was away, and then when I came back home on probation, and it was, like, a very long journey for us. Um... But now my mom is like my best friend. I'm so obsessed with her. We're so close. Mm-hmm. We talk like every single day. Mm-hmm. And without her, it's because she never stopped believing in me. Like she never stopped supporting in me. And I definitely gave her a lot of reasons to do so. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be where I am today. Like there is no way. Mm-hmm. I love that. So like, thanks. there's probably some people who are listening who maybe are kind of in the same field as you are. So I feel like listening to something like that is like very encouraging to them because I feel like when you're young and you go through things like that, you don't really think about your future in a way of like, you don't really. Oh, no, not at all. You do, you kind of don't even see it. It's just kind of like a. Whatever is happening now is what's happening now. And that's all that matters. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really think it was ever going to change. I was kind of 
used to the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of people that are like in broken homes or like have dealt with certain trauma um, or are really lost or like using drugs, I think it's hard for them to like see that it can get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is people that will be there for them. I think that's a huge thing because they start feeling so bad about themselves and their choices. Like they won't believe that other people like still care or even like a let them care. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah, for sure. So how did you get into art? Like, were you always into it? And like, this was something that you kind of did as an outlet or is this something that you discovered later in life? So when I was in all the placements, mm-hmm. um, I had so much time to really do nothing. So art was kind of my therapy. Mm-hmm. And then when I came home, my um, last year of high school, they opt me out of certain classes and like put me like in all art classes, mm-hmm. kind of to like control my behavior. So after that, I was like, this is my happy place. Like, this is where I kind of like feel seen and comfortable and like myself. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of progressed from there. I love that. And when you say that you were like in and out, is that like foster foster homes or like rehab? So it started in rehab. Mm-hmm. I was in group homes, residential facilities. Um, I even went to boot camp. I was like kind of all over the place. Sure. Wow. What is boot Getting camp like? Because I've never... I've, I've never crazy <laughs> <laughs> honestly like out of all of them it was wild i was there for three months um was it military style yeah but, yeah yeah it was bad so they have that for kids like you just put them in a boot camp and say my brother out, got sent to a boot camp figure out your life mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean they actually have some like really weird programs for camps like there's this one mm-hmm. program they wanted to do, and I'm so thankful, but they, like, stick you in the middle of nowhere in, like, the freezing cold, and they're like, you're going to camp here for a couple months. <laughs> yeah. And because you're in the freezing cold and you're going to, like, cook your food outside, this is somehow going to change and cure you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, yeah. see, like, boot camps like that, and then the other the other camps that are, like, about – um you know, when when you come out gay and then they try to put you in one of these, what are they called? The conversion camp. Yes. Yes. That's that, conversion camp. Conversion, oh, conversion camp. That is, yeah. that is, conversion camps. that is like a whole nother episode in itself different. because that's still going on. Um, And it's so sad because those, th- that shouldn't be a thing mm-hmm. at all. Frankly. I feel like the idea behind boot camp is to like strip you of what you know and mm-hmm like kind of just realize like well this is this is where you could be outside on the street with none of the shit that you have mm-hmm. or you could be at home with everything family and all that is given to you yeah i think it's kind of like that at least for my brother that's how i feel like it was because he was bad they sent him he to went camp. to a camp yeah my older brother they sent I him to boot camp for oh a look bit. at that we're same same yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what kind of yeah. camp was it? I girl, I don't remember. It was a lifetime ago. Oh wow. I, I mean he's know. like he's like thirty something now. So this was back when he was like eighteen. He got kicked out of high school. Uh-huh. And they put him in boot camp. But I think there you either he got his GED on his own or he got it through the camp. Mm-hmm. But my mom was like, Fuck it. You wanna get kicked out of school? This is where you're going. She ain't really wanna send him because she loves us too much to send us away. Uh-huh. But it happened. I don't know I don't know how much it changed them, but uh-huh. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, do you think that he got better from it? 
Honestly, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> I feel like he did because if he didn't, he would be out here being crazy and he's not well, like that. Well, I mean, when you get older, I feel like you start, That's true. you know, at, at least from what I've seen from him, you know, getting older, you start to realize like, oh shit, like I'm not going to be young forever. I can't mm-hmm. be careless and, you know, free of uh, stress and like mm-hmm. the reality of what I'm living forever, you know, mm-hmm. at some point you got to fucking grow up and take responsibility for shit, you know? Yeah. So facts. That's sad. I was gonna say that if someone's someone's <laughs> listening and like they've ever been to like a conversion camp, I really want to know more about that. That's something that I feel like would be interesting. That is I have a friend that ran away from one. It's really heartbreaking. Wow. I... Yeah, her parents told her that she was stay she was gonna go to her cramp grandparents for summer and then they dropped her off there that's crazy when they gotta trick you and like you can't even be up front Mm -hmm. like you don't want me to be like this why wouldn't you tell me up front this is what's gonna happen i guess to avoid her running away because i know i would yo it's honestly so sad so i i don't know if you've ever seen the show called um who killed sarah but in in the show like there was a um they had like a conversion camp type of thing but they were like abusive it was tragic and um there was a girl who who was there like her whole life and then one of the guys chema he ended up going as an adult but that's crazy they were like electrocuting him it was like the wildest shit i've ever seen and i'm i'm like is this how it is because that's abusive and i feel like i fucking it should be well i i feel like it's already like mentally and emotionally abusive being in one if it's physically abusive too i I, I wanna I, I yeah. yeah no yeah no let yeah. let's let's change the subject so the other thing that I wanted to talk about was um so in the show um it shows a lot about you talking about anxiety um and I feel like that's something that a lot of people struggle with including myself um so how was that like while you were filming the show and like what did you do to basically kind of like zen yourself because I'm sure recording was just super stressful. Yeah, so I was absolutely all over the place. And the only reason that I started talking about my mental health was because I just couldn't hide it anymore. Mm. Like I, my anxiety was to the max while filming. Like I, I couldn't deal with the girls anymore and all the things that were going Mm -hmm. on. So that's why I started talking about it because I couldn't really avoid Mm -hmm. it. Um, Unfortunately, there really was no like, way for me to cope Mm -hmm. I feel like at that time I couldn't talk to anyone I signed the most scariest contracts of my life so no one could do that I like know that I was doing the show so I couldn't really like confide in anyone or talk to anyone about Mm -hmm. it except for the people that you were filming with I would assume and they were going to be recording it I'm sure yeah well for the first Mm -hmm. couple weeks we were all kind of terrified because in the contract, it stated that they could have hidden cameras and microphones <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. So like, I was just, I mean, when I tell you like my anxiety was to the roof, literally at all times, like I was scared shitless to have a certain conversation with anyone right. or like even put like, even like a smidge of information out uh-huh. there. And even things about myself and like the girl I was dating, like it was just, I was like, they can't know this. They can't find out this. So I can't tell this person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have been stressed myself. Oh, wow. I would be so stressed. Like, where yeah. do you go? If, if 
if there's secret cameras or mics in your house, like, where do you even go? Why is that even an option? Like, why can't it be like, oh, well, do you want it or do you not want it? Like, there's pe- there's certain people who are open enough to be like, yeah, I want it everywhere. You can put it in the house. We can record anywhere. But like, that's a that's a must for everybody that signs that contract. I mean, even when you look at reality shows, yeah. sometimes they have cameras in the bathroom, and I'm like, God damn. Like you can't yeah. you can't yeah. even use the bathroom. How can you go to the bathroom in peace? You can't. Like where are you supposed you can't even cry in the shower. Like you just can't literally can't do nothing. You gotta like- go to the neighbor's house. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I would be I would still be shook. Like I would still be scared. I'm gonna be like, no, the neighbors are gonna tell on me. But it makes sense because I feel like when we watch run like runbacks or like reunions of reality shows, they're like it's like people didn't even know half the shit was recorded. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, I didn't know that happened or that that was out there. And, uh-huh. and I'll be talking shit. I'll be like, how you didn't know? How you didn't know? You on a television show. What you what you think it is? They're recording at all times. You thought you was going to get away with that? <laughs> and then like when you have alcohol in your system, I'm sure it's even worse. Oh they, my they God. They're on that ass. <laughs> they're on you. They're like, we following her. <laughs> I was so scared because after the club scene, and I was, I was really drunk and I walked out, like I had the cameraman um, following me and I start yelling at him. I'm like, leave me alone. Like, let me go. Like I threw my mic off of me. I was like, I'm done for tonight. And he's still following me. I was so scared that they were going to put that on mm-hmm. the show and like try and make me look like a yeah. villain. Cause I was basically like screaming into the camera, like at him. Right. They... But here I am now, you know, like freaking out for the world right now. (laughs) That's all right. This is a safe space. Yeah. No, I swear to God, that's some shit that will happen to me. Because sometimes you just have enough. Like, take the mic off. I was about to say, I was like, I'm sure they were in the way at the Mm -hmm. worst possible moments. And that's when they want to be around you, I would assume. Like, oh, we're going to get some shit out of her because she's mad. Yeah. But like... Yeah. I couldn't be a cameraman because I'd feel some type of way. I'd be like, you know what? I am going to stop recording. Like, I'm going to leave you alone. No, that's their job. They probably had to sign sign something too saying, I have to record every fucking thing. Yeah, but that's crazy because in the event, you know, somebody gets a little physical. Well, they... it's crazy because I feel like that, unfortunately, that is what people love. They love mm-hmm. the fights. They love, like, Bad Girls Club, like, all these, like... Real Housewives of Skeevy. Oh, all of that. That's <laughs> that's what people love. So I feel like okay. I don't know. Sometimes they take it out of you. They love messy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't watch people fight. It skews me out. It skews really? me out. Yeah, it does. I can't watch it yeah. happen. But if a bitch need her ass whooped, she gonna get her ass whooped. I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still in contact with Ali and Nelly? Because I feel like. I really like them, and I barely saw them. It came in, like, last-minute type shit. I feel like they weren't. So it's so sad. I really wish that they could have shown more of their relationship. They're so perfect together, and they're both just, like, angels. Mm -hmm. Sweetest people. I am still in touch with them. I love Nelly, like, Mm -hmm. so much. Um, But, yeah, because they didn't have problems, they hardly gave them any screen time it was really unfortunate oh wow so if they they think that that's like boring so healthy is boring yeah basically healthy is boring yeah i'm not surprised if we were on a reality tv show how do you think it would be i think we need to be drunk 
<laughs> all the time because that that seems to be the only time me and her beef up. Not all the time. I mean, we have good times when God we're drunk, damn. but <laughs> every once in a while, you know, somebody feelings get hurt. But I don't know because I feel like that that would be the same thing. Like I'm not here for drama. I'm not the person that like you come to with drama. Yeah, but Jojo it's crazy that. because the people who surround me are about that drama shit. And I'm just like, how do I get stuck in these She's situations? She's a peaceful friend, just like you. She's the peaceful yeah, like, friend. Yeah, like, I'm trying to... I was going to say, like, honestly, like, I know all the... I know <laughs> yeah. it all. I'm not in it, but I know everything. Same. I'm just trying to be the yeah. peacemaker, you know, humble everybody, have a good time. I'm here for the good times. It's a hard it job. It is. I, I'm, I'm getting props right now, like, I feel it. It is. No, but, like, but seriously, like, how does it feel to always be, like, in the middle? Like, being that, for you, for both of you, like, being that friend that's like, well, I'm cool with them, but I'm also cool with them. And I know that you guys don't like each other. So, what can I do? I've just started putting up some really hard boundaries. I'm like, at this point, I am an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live my life however I want. I'm going to be friends with whoever I want. If you don't like it, then you don't have to be in my life. But if you want to be in my life, then you're going to have to respect it kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, it's, it's worked a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, um, or, <laughs> or then it's like caused problems for mm-hmm, me yeah. that like somehow other people's situations, like somehow become right. mine with certain people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That makes sense. What about for you, babe? I think it's exhausting being the middleman. It is, but it's raining. Yeah. It's like, people all of a sudden like your loyalty is questioned or your friendship is questioned because like you said like if somebody's beefing with each other and you just happen to have like a mutual like decent friendship with the two it's just it's like it's impossible you can't be their friend and my friend like Mm -hmm. i mean like you said i'm an adult Mm -hmm. like that's not that's not my beef Mm -hmm. you know i didn't i didn't i didn't start no shit with them just like i'm not starting no shit with you like Mm -hmm. i should be able to like you said, live my life and mm-hmm. communicate and, and be in contact with who I want mm-hmm. without affecting our own, like, especially if I'm not like, I don't know. I think it's harder when you're like bestie, bestie with people, you know, mm-hmm. when you're surround each other all the time. But I feel like most of the people, it'd be like, I don't talk to them every day. I don't hang out with them every day. You know, mm-hmm. we just hang out every once in a while. So it's like, why should that matter? Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah. I guess to play devil's advocate, like, I'm not going to lie. I've been that type of friend where it's like, you're cool with her. I don't know, girl. I don't know what we're going to do. Because I've, I've just witnessed and seen people talk negatively about, like, you and then they don't defend you, if that makes sense. Like, if you're really my friend and you're their friend, you would try to defend me. Or, like, if I'm talking shit about them, you would also defend them because you're good friends with both of us, right? So I just feel like some people, when they are the middleman, they are just like listening to the shit talking, but not backing you up in any way. So that was my problem. I was like, you know, if you're going to be their friend, I need you to defend me when I'm not in the room because it's just right. Like, are you really my friend? Um, So I think that's what people have a problem with. Like the fact that you could be talking shit with them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I will say loyalty is like everything to Mm -hmm. me. So when you were saying that, I was like, oh, been there, Mm -hmm. seen that. (laughs) Um, I think, I think people forget that. But also, I don't know, I feel as if 
like I can love people that other people hate and they still know that I love Mm -hmm. them. Um, And like, just kind of know to not talk about them to me kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's, I I mean, that's really the only thing that I guess I could say out of it, but I feel like at that point I, I would just, not even the whole not defending you thing. It's just like, don't talk about them when I'm not at all. When, yeah, when I'm around. Like, mm-hmm. that's your beef with them. That's yeah. with them. Say that shit to them. Don't say it to me or around mm-hmm. me. Like, I didn't come exactly. for that conversation. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you thought, and it's crazy because some people think that, you know, oh, well, you're still friends with her. I'm going to talk shit to you and see if you're going to do it back or like if you got mm-hmm. some shit to spill, you know, some tea to spill on their side. That's so childish. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just, I, I just like exclude myself. Like, listen, I ain't come here for that. You know, I don't have a problem with them, so yeah. I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, it's tough. It's but people tough. gonna talk shit and do what they do, <laughs> but they won't say it to your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they definitely won't. I also feel like it's, it's really bad. I don't know about you guys and where you live, but specifically when I was living in Florida, just like. The lesbian scene, like there was, there was just so much drama like that, just like all the time. Mm-hmm. Like everyone had an opinion about everyone, and like you could be friends with this person, or like you're not allowed to be friends with this person, or like I feel some type of way about mm-hmm. them. I think that I, don't I know. think just the lesbian scene in general, like it's so weird to me still. Like the fact that it could be ten of us in a room, and you probably dated like three of them, and your ex is right next to your other ex, exactly. and like it's like that's so normal in the gay Regular. community, which I feel like creates drama because when you're in a straight relationship, like I've dated men before, it was like if I broke up with somebody, everybody broke up with him. My friends were not cool with them. My family were not were not cool with them. Nobody was cool with them. It was like, that's it. That person doesn't even exist anymore. But I feel like in the gay community, it's like you're you're prone to bumping into this person at the bar, at the club, even at a friend's house, at a barbecue. Like It's so normal and you can't do anything about it because it's like the gay community is small. Um, so I feel like that is something that I'm still trying to get used to because it's crazy. I promise you, like, I don't know if you'll ever get used no. to it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't stop. It doesn't go away. It's the same so, shit. So yeah, why did you... can't avoid mm-hmm. it. Like, I was going to say, why did you decide to move from Tampa to Cali? Honestly, I just, I really wanted a change. And I dealt with so much trauma in Tampa like my breakups that I've had like they're pretty brutal like Mm -hmm. honestly like Lifetime should hit me up for a movie or a series Mm -hmm. um so I felt like I couldn't really be my best version of myself being there and also the lesbian scene really was so toxic and after the show came out my life really changed and how people treated me really changed and I just like wanted out of it so badly where in Cali do you live Oh, very nice, very nice. Okay, Okay, so it's not LA because LA is giving toxic too. Just saying. (laughs) Yeah, LA's a little. Yeah, yeah. So, did you know people out there already that that's why you went out there, or like you just went by yourself and said fuck it? Yeah, I didn't know anyone. I was like semi psychotic. (laughs) I was like, I've never been here. I was like, I've never been here before. I don't know anyone. Um, I'm just gonna take my entire life and my fur babies and like move there. That's awesome. I, I mean, they yeah. pay, they must pay more over there because it's Cali. So I feel like it's honestly just better for you and your business 
to be honest. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's the dream. <laughs> You're gonna get there. For sure. Yeah. Listen, it's actually super hard, especially around us, to find good art. Mm-hmm. Like good art, good artists who yeah. can personalize anything, like hard. Mm-hmm. Hard. So really yeah. in Jersey? Yeah. Yeah, well, I get well, I guess Jersey. I just I feel like Jersey's so close to New York, and then New York is like yeah. such an artist hub. And then I feel like a lot of artists that can't afford to live in New York live in mm-hmm. Jersey. That's true. I feel like we probably just haven't found. They're hidden under a rock, <laughs> like literally <laughs> hiding. But you're talking about like LGBTQ artists or just, just artists in, in general? In general, but mm-hmm. mm, Jersey's still working on a lot of things. I feel like Jersey is like. We're under a rock with a lot of things, but we're here, especially our gay community. Like, we're here, Mm -hmm. but it's like we don't have anything. And that's why I love Cali because Cali's like gay everywhere. You know, you got gay scenes everywhere, everywhere you go, gay parties. And I just feel like we need more of that here. Is it like that in San Diego, though, or is it just like that in in LA? No, I think San Diego. Oh, it's wild here. Really? I've I've never been to Hillcrest, I think. That's where we went when I went to yeah, San Diego. Yeah, Hillcrest is like an entire gay yeah, Love it. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's wild. I am not even going to try it on <laughs> But there are, there are tons of gay bars and clubs and LGBTQ um, owned restaurants and everything like on this entire strip. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. They should, they should yeah. hire you so you could do some murals for them. It's in the world. Mm. If I had all the money in the world, you would do every mural. Like my, no, I'm dead ass. Like my dream is to like have like an Airbnb and I want it to be just like funky and cool. And I was like, if I wanted to do a mural, I would contact Mel for sure. Yeah, that would be fire. <laughs> well, it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, we have to speak it into existence. Oh, yeah. In the future. It's in yeah, the making. Exactly. This is us proposing it to you right now. So when the time comes, you know. Yes. <laughs> And I right, agree. and don't worry, we won't have hidden cameras anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's corny. That's corny. Um, so tell us, like, tell uh, the listeners how they can find you and basically, like, what you offer. Because um, I know you have a bunch of art and merch, so tell us about that. Okay. Um, so my website's my name, www.melanieposner.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, my Instagram is the real Mel Paz and yeah, so I do custom paintings for people. I also sell my originals. I do have a lot of merch, so I have some clothing. Um, I do like cups and stickers and like all the cute little knickknack, mm-hmm. awesome things. And then, yeah, I, um, murals are like my one true mm-hmm. love. And so I do custom murals as well. I work with a lot of businesses and restaurants and brands. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I've seen some of your murals and the ones they have in Tampa. Beautiful. Humongous, too. Thank Were you. you, like, hanging off a <laughs> ladder or something? something? <laughs> I'm serious. Wait, did you ask if I was hanging off the yeah, ladder? Yeah, like, how? Because <laughs> they're so big. <laughs> well, um, okay, so it depends. So some of the bigger ones, I'm using a lift. Mm. I have used extension ladders for some um but if it's more than like 20 feet tall i won't do oh, it oh okay very smart wow thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i'm not hanging from no ladder that is not no it. that you must be dangling well that must shit. be too hard because yeah. like you suppo- I don't know, makes like, sense though. supposed to paint and you're supposed to keep your balance i don't know i'm just imagining something crazy <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it is. And so since I use brushes and paint mm-hmm. and I don't use spray cans, like I am, I'm like juggling like a thousand things oh, up yeah. there with me. Oh, wow. It's a hard job. You're brave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't got it. <laughs> you make it look very easy. Yeah. Let's just say that. I appreciate it. I'm taking that in. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners before we head mm-hmm. out? <laughs> i'm not sure no yeah we asked some really great questions they all came from the dome <laughs> yeah i just let her rock wait wait because... no i have another question i have another question <laughs> were they paying you guys when you guys were recording oh yes. they better have i have to say it wasn't just for shits yeah. and giggles not enough though not enough. definitely not enough i will say with reality tv like it doesn't matter how big the show is like they are not getting paid what they deserve I don't doubt it. Fair enough. Wow. Yeah. Well, next time, maybe you'll be on Netflix, and I, I'm, I'm sure Netflix will pay more. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was amazing. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> maybe. Right. Right. But, yeah, it was amazing getting to know you. Um, we definitely have to meet in person and just have, like, more of, like, a one-on-one talk because it's never the same, mm-hmm. like, virtually. I feel like me and George are the type of people you need to meet in person rather than over the virtual stuff because of the delays but we really love having you and and i'm sure our listeners are gonna love it as well (laughs) thank you well i'm so excited that we could do Mm -hmm. this and i'm from philly and i'm due for a trip soon to see family Mm -hmm. so okay so it's gonna happen it's gonna happen let's get it 15 minutes away it's gonna happen let us know when you're in philly I will. I will. All right. Awesome. Well, have a good night. Thanks. You guys Thank too. You. Enjoy your show. Thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank See you. Ya. Bye.